Hi there. So um, I'm back after a um, short break of, I don't know how long it has been since the last time I've recorded an audio. Uh, yeah, probably it was the end of the year, beginning of the of this year. Yes, uh, I remember now I was doing the recap of my last year. So um, yeah, it's been more than two weeks. And um, I thought um, it's time again to um, share with you some some further progress uh, on my NoFab and semen retention journey. Mm, and the topic for today's episode is wet dreams again. Um, you might have uh, listened already to my first uh, to my previous episode about wet dreams um, I recorded it just a day after uh, the night I had uh, one so um, that was like a good uh, you know like um, the topic was um, very fresh at that time because you know I had um, just wet dream uh, the, uh, the night before I recorded that so um this time uh, I'm not recording because uh, I had a wet dream last night. I had one um, a couple of days ago, I guess, maybe one week ago or something like that. So uh, uh, this time I'm uh, will be talking about uh, on this topic from uh, from another, you know, out of another motivation, and that's like, uh, yeah, since a couple of weeks I'm on a no fall <laughs> mission, basically, you know, like. Um, no fab is kind of a you know first step and then for me now it starts to become about no fall I mean no nightfall um, not that I would be completely on the safe side and there is no nature of uh, I mean danger for me of you know relapsing and fapping again but uh, it's stable enough to you know to go a little more deeper and you know like get it to the next level and you know try to if uh like avoid um involuntary or involuntary uh semen discharge at night because uh yeah um you know the more we can uh, retain semen and transmute it uh, the better so uh every nightfall which can be avoided is a good thing mm, especially you know if one is on the nofab journey since several months already like because as i mentioned in my previous episode in the beginning you know one should not you know uh, care so much about the uh, nocturnal discharges and wet dreams because you know the priority is about avoiding the voluntary um semen discharge and fapping and porn consumption right so if there are nightfalls uh, in the in the beginning, you know, of, of the nofab and semen retention journey is not that bad. I mean, even in that time, in the beginning, the less the better, right? Because every nightfall, uh, especially in these primary primary stages, um, uh, you know, gives you some chaser effect, effect etc. So 
it contributes it contributes a little bit to to the to the danger and possibility of you know relapsing so um that's on one hand side on the other hand side it's also good if the pressure is is released you know so uh one is maybe not thinking so much of release, releasing it oneself voluntarily during the day so uh but that's like not um i want to move a little further and um and uh, what I wanted to share with you today is okay. First, let me tell you that I have I have employed some certain techniques, um, you know, to improve uh, uh, my wet dream situation. I was I'm having like or I was having like wet dreams like maybe three times a month, maybe one times a week or or one times. In two weeks or two times in two weeks you know like something like that if you would count them maybe like three maximum to four times in in a month so in average maybe yeah once in one and a half weeks and um yeah so so my my aim is now to reduce it and uh, maybe to once in a month would be a next step or you know at most once in two weeks and then improve more and more. So um, I've researched a little bit on the internet, and um, uh, I've made a I've made like a strategy for me, and I've been following certain uh, certain techniques and uh, further discipline and regime. And I think I think it's helping me. I think there is certain improvement and. That's why I was also waiting and with this topic and sharing with you because I wanted to see if it works and you know to what extent it works. And um, I'm not still hundred completely sure that it will you know work out uh, like completely at the end, but there are already some signs that it might be working. So uh, yeah, for me now it's a good time, a good opportunity to honestly share with you these these techniques and yeah maybe you can profit too um first of all i want to read something for you um there is a um, one book which is called practice of brahmacharya brahmacharya is the way of celibacy in uh, you know in, in in indian language so it comes from like from the you know from the Veda Vedic culture and in ancient India, um, more or less from the yogic yoga tradition. Um, it's written by Swami Shivananda, who is not living anymore, but uh, he was uh, yeah, he was quite famous for his for his lifelong practice of successful practice of celibacy, and he I think he was also a doctor. So uh, and he has written a book about only about celibacy and semen retention and also you know from the yogic uh, kind of also spiritual but also medical point of view um, i will uh, share the link in the description of the episode so you can check it out for yourself um yeah like a disclaimer from up front is that um first of all you know if you go through this book there are some spiritual topics which might not interest you or which you might not agree with so you know you just can just skip over them and just focus on the practical um, practical advices because they are really good and authorized i guess but that being said i had another disclaimer that you know don't make me liable for any troubles you might get in experimenting with you know with this uh, with these techniques um 
I'm not a doctor, so uh, you know I'm an amateur, and I, you know, I'm just testing these things on myself. And whatever I say is just, you know, sharing with you my personal experience. So uh, I'm not liable for any any things which might, you know, <laughs> which might happen to you when you uh, when you practice these things. Although, you know, my full conviction is that it's a healthy thing. So, um, and anyway, anyway, uh, anyone should try to do that, but to, to his or her own, you know, limitations and, um, and, uh, you know, personal capabilities, let's say. Okay. But, uh, so let me start reading, uh, this chapter about wet dreams, which is very, very interesting. And then I will, you know, shed my, shed my insights on it. Okay. So. Chapter 19, Wet Dreams and Spermatoroea. Many young men are troubled by wet dreams or nocturnal emissions and spermatoroea. This dire disease, spermatoroea, has eaten away the very core of the heart of many brilliant youth who were once very promising students during the beginning stages of their educational career. This terrible scorch has sapped the vitality or the very essence of many students and even grown-up people and has made them physical, moral and spiritual bankrupts. This deadly curse has stunted the growth of many young people and made them bemoan their past ignorant vicious habits. This wretched melody has blighted the hopes of many a young person and brought despair, gloom shattered health and dilapidated constitution. I received numerous letters of pathetic tales of dissipated lost youth. The recent trend in the increase of vulgar, cheap and aphrodisiac literature and obscene films, both Indian and Western, had added to the miseries of misguided youth. Loss of the vital energy creates great fear in their mind. The body becomes weak, memory fails, the face becomes ugly and the young man is not able to remedy his pitiable condition due to shame. But there is no cause, there is no cause for despair. Even if a few of the hints in the following pages are observed, he will develop the correct attitude to life and will lead a disciplined spiritual life and ultimately attain supreme bliss. Difference between physiological pollution and pathological pollution. Spermatoroea is involuntary seminal discharge, nocturnal discharge, night pollution, swapna dosh, wet dream are all synonymous terms. Ayurvedic doctors call this disease shukramegha. This is due to, a, due to the evil habits in youth. In severe cases, Discharges occur in daytime also. The patient passes semen along with urine during micturiation. If there is occasional discharge, you need not be alarmed a bit. This may be due to heat in the body or the pressure of loaded bowels or bladder on the seminal bags. This is not a pathological condition. Night, pollu night pollution is of two kinds, namely physiological pollution and pathological pollution. In physiological pollution, you will be refreshed. You should not be afraid of this act. You should not mind if the discharge of semen is very occasional. 
you need not worry about it. This is also a slight flushing of the apparatus or a periodical cleansing through a slight overflow from the reservoir in which the semen is stored up. This act may not be attended with evil thoughts. The person may not be aware of the act during the night, whereas in pathological pollution the act is accompanied by sexual thoughts. Depression follows. There is irritability, languishment, laziness, inability to work and concentrate. Occasional discharges are of no consequence, but frequent nocturnal pollutions cause depression of spirits, debility, dyspepsia, low spirits, loss of memory, severe pain in the back, headache, burning of the eyes, drowsiness, and burning sensation at urination or during the flow of semen. The semen becomes very thin. Wet dreams and spermatorrhea may be due to various causes like constipation, a loaded stomach, irritation-producing or wind-producing food, impure thoughts, and long self-abuse done in ignorance, seminal weakness, nocturnal emissions, lascivious lascivious dreams, and all other effects of an immoral life will surely lead one to a miserable state of living if not checked by proper medicines. But these medicines cannot produce a permanent cure. One can get temporary relief during the time one takes the medicine. Even doctors of the West admit that such medicines cannot effect a permanent cure. The moment the medicine is discontinued, the patient will find his disease all the worse. In some cases, the patient becomes impotent by the use of drugs. The only effective permanent cure can be had through the system of ancient yoga. There is no strength higher than that of yoga. The different methods given in this book will enable you to get success if practice practice regularly. Do not be carried away by the pompous advertisements made by quacks and charlatans. Lead a simple natural life. You will become all right soon. Do not spend any money in buying the so-called patent medicines and specifics. They are worthless. Quacks try to exploit the credulous and the ignorant. Do not go to the doctors. Endeavor to qualify yourself as your own doctor. Understand the laws, laws of nature, the principles of hygiene and health. Do not transpass against the laws of health. Okay, so this is an excerpt from the book, uh, The Practice of Brahmacharya. So, um, yeah, the very first important thing is to say um, that there is a distinguishment between the so-called physiological and pathological condition. Before I uh, recapitulate uh, what they mean, in either case, be it the physiological pollution or pathological pollution, if it happens only occasionally, uh, there is no, no much, uh, you know, reason to worry. Um, but from my experience, and I guess that's the case with the other uh, people addicted to porn and masturbating a lot, it's one cannot term it occasional. I mean, you have one has to define for oneself what occasional means. Yes. Uh, as I said, for me, occasional would mean maybe one or one in one month or one in two months. But right now it's like once in a week 
or or one is in two weeks so for me this is not occasional and uh, yeah this is for me and uh so um so i worry right because i don't term it as occasional now um, physiological condition was said by swami swami shivananda is even even healthy and desirable sometimes you know because like the body is taking care of itself and if there is some overflow of of the fluid you know in the in the system in the body then it will it will overflow and you know it will it will flush certain certain areas you know where the fluid is stored and you know it will it will be certain form of refreshment so this is physiological condition and what's important point is it's not accompanied by erotic dream so sometimes you don't you sometimes one may not even wake up during that you know it's just just in the morning realize okay it's a little bit was you know like flushed out flushed out basically and one will not feel depressed one will not feel you know one will not have a like bad conscience or anything one will feel like yeah like refreshed and everything is fine so uh, that's it you know like what's need to be said about that it's like like part of being man right so i want to focus on the pathological condition so pathological condition is it sucks uh, because it doesn't refreshes one from my experience right if i have a wet dream which is accompanied by erotic dream then uh, the pollution will be there there will be mess and i will feel also a little bit not not really depressed but i will feel a little bit like a down you know like like certain form of weakness will come in me and i will mostly i i i was just wished it didn't happen right so it, there is always a certain form of regret when it happens and due to the erotic excitement you know more is lost than necessary like because in pathological in physiological healthy condition because it's not uh, accompanied by erotic excitement only that much will be flushed out of the body which is absolutely necessary for the body to refresh itself uh in physiological condition is always a little bit more little or more it depends so um So this is one factor why um, physiological, uh, sorry, pathological pollution happens is because of, you know, overindulgence in the past, uh, bad, you know, like uh, nasty impressions on the subconscious mind, which which reappear again and again in at the night, you know, um, or even if the, one comes across some triggers, you know, which, which um, makes these subconscious impressions to appear at night, and so this is one uh, reason which contributes to to uh, nocturnal discharge. Um, another one is like uh, it was said in the in the book is um, extensive heat in the body. This is something like more um, Ayurvedic um, point of view. You know, Ayurveda is the ancient science of uh, of health and medicine from from India. So they talk, you know, about these these elements and heat and cold and stuff like that. So, um, so if there is excessive heat in the body, 
and then if you have uh, some erotic thoughts or some you know some sensual thoughts if you combine these two factors then it's very likely that you will have a nocturnal discharge and and another uh like factor which influences uh, the probability of having nightfall is also food and lifestyle and i guess that's basically it so which methods do i employ to minimize these three factors of course the first one is avoid triggers at any cost you know like uh, one wet dream I had an experience. I was watching a, just a TV series, you know, it's just a normal TV series, and there was some erotic scene uh, for a short period of time, and it was already enough to, to uh, you know, to uh, have me a, have me a, a nightfall. So avoid any kind of sensual imagery and you know, any kind of triggers. That's number one rule, and it applies on a no a general no fab journey as well. Second is heat in the body and food. It kind of um, goes together because you know when you when you fill your your stomach with food, it has to generate heat to digest it. You know some some form of acids and other things like there has to be some form of form of of of, of heat to burn uh, the to take apart you know the the food. So the first rule is like eat at most three hours before going to bed. This is what I try to to follow. So let's say if I go to bed at 10 o'clock, then I try to eat at 7. Or if I go at 11 o'clock, I try to eat at 8. This is the first rule. Um, Second rule is... Don't drink any liquid before maybe two hours or one and a half hours before I going to sleep. So basically, clear your clear your system of any you know any anything. Like if you go have to go to the toilet, then go. And basically, during night you should not have the urge to 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 wake up, stand up from the bed, and go to pass urine. Right. So the system should be empty. And I think it has something to do with it. Like Swami Shivananda also described it in this, in his book, and I also read it on the internet some some place. I think is that uh, you know if there is there is still urine in your uh, in your organs, then it will kind of it can make in certain or even food which which is not not you know if you haven't passed to, then uh, there will be some overpressure which will which will uh, let the put a little pressure maybe on you know on 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 the genital organs and then it will like induce the you know the, the nocturnal discharge something like that i'm not sure but it kind of helps um so this was the second rule like try not to drink any liquid before maybe one and a half or two hours before going to bed and then there is a technique ayurvedic technique to massage the feet just before going to sleep with mustard oil it's said and believed and i think uh, in ayurvedic medicine is also like um, well known that it reduces you know takes the excessive heat from your body i think it passes uh, out through the through the soles of your f- sorry of your feet 
Yeah, in the one video I've looked, explicitly mustard oil was recommended, but um, certain time I've also used coconut oil, which is also said to you know to balance the the heat in your body. So I've been using that also, and it seemed to work. Um, also, what what I for me um, follow is I've tried to minimize hot and spicy food. Um, many time I like to eat Indian food, and you know, it's very spicy and hot. So this is a certain form of of um, a penance for me. <laughs> um austerity uh to restrain from this uh spicy and 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 hot uh, dishes because they also overheat the body right like all the chilies and garlic and all this pungent you know this 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 hot hot food stuffs they they create um excessive heat in your body and what else well it depends also on your on your constitution your body constitution there are other tricks and methods how to decrease the excessive heat in your body you should just um yeah look it up in the internet um so yeah uh i think that's that's it for this episode um so basically uh these three 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 four rules very simple ones which I try to follow without fail um, every day, and up to now I think it's it helped somewhat. Um, in able to be, in order to be able to judge it completely, it needs of course more time or experience. So, yeah, I will I will keep you up to date and let you know how how it goes. My mission against um, nightfalls and. Yeah, if I if I find something new, some new methods or some new perspective on this um, on this topic, then um, I will record. Surely I will record another episode in the future, because um, yeah, it's 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 a topic which does not <laughs> disappear from one's from this journey or from one's life uh, so quickly, right? And it may be maybe a part of one's life uh, for many years to come. So. Yeah, very important topic, um, and yeah, I'm glad I could share my thoughts with you, and stay tuned, hear you some other time.